Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hi. You know that movie you always wanted to see, but you didn't for whatever reason? Well, I call those black hole films. Everyone has them, and this podcast aims to do something about that. I'm Jeremy Lalonde, and every episode I'll be joined by one or more guests to watch a film that at least someone in that group hasn't seen. We'll talk about our expectations of it before it, and then our thoughts after it. This is episode 61, and I'm joined by Jonas Chernick, who is an actor, writer, producer of such films as Borealis, My Awkward Sexual Adventure. He was also the lead in a series called Best Laid Plans, as well as my film, How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town, as well as Jordan Walker, who is my producing partner on such films as How to Plan an Orgy in a Small Town and the soon-to-be-released The Go-Getters. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch Diner. I'm Jeremy. I have seen this movie, but not for a really long time. And I'm Jonas, and I have also seen the movie a couple of times, but also not for a very long time. I'm Jordan, and I've never seen the movie. So Jordan is our virgin. He sure is. Uh, What do you know about the movie, Jordan? Um, I know it's got an amazing cast (laughs) of young-ish actors at the time. Mm -hmm. I know that it's used as a punchline in a lot of sitcoms. They're always mentioning Diner, yeah. You remember the Friends episode. Um, Rachel goes on a horrible date, and the guy's like, oh, I've been having fun, but only because I've been replaying the movie Diner in my head this whole time. So one reference in one sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) One among many. (laughs) Do you know who directed it? Ooh, no, I can't tell you off the top. Barry Levinson. Oh, Barry Levinson. Early Barry Levinson. Amazing. Amazing. So we're particularly excited to rewatch Diner uh, because we are currently, this is our our first out of Toronto uh, recording of this podcast. Ever? Yeah. I I haven't done every single one at my screening place. I've moved around inside the city. Mm -hmm. This is the first one outside of Toronto. And we're in the magic land of Sudbury. Yep. About to shoot our new film, uh, starring one of the stars of Daniel, of, of, of <laughs> Diner, uh, one of the stars of Diner, Daniel Stern. Yay. So we're excited to rewatch uh, this. We're going to try to watch a couple of Daniel Stern films in our, in our pre-production mode for fun. And because I'm playing the younger version of Daniel Stern, I'm particularly interested in studying his behavior as a young man. Okay, so is he older in this no, than you're playing he, or younger? No, than, I, he's younger. Younger, than for me sure. When this, okay. Yeah, but quite a bit, actually. Like, like right. 10 years, at least okay. a decade younger. Okay. But You just look so young, Jonas. Thank you so much. But, it, but, it's, uh, but I'm kind of, in the movie, I'm kind of playing around this age. Right. So this is kind of, you know. Awesome. Yeah. And there's a very iconic, very famous scene Don't of Daniel Stern. I'm not going to. Okay. In this movie. Can I try to guess? With, yeah, you'll know. The, oh, no. Okay. As we're watching it. Yeah. yeah, I'll be yeah. like, that's the yeah, Then we can talk about it afterwards. Awesome. Yeah, but you don't know anything about story or anything. I know nothing. I know there's a bunch of guys in tuxes, I think, on the cover yeah. of the DVD. Is that because the cover is right in front of us? Well, is no, but I knew that. I, I could, I could pick you could the picture DVD. The... I think my dad might have owned it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I never watched This it. movie was also nominated for many Oscars, including Best Picture. Oh, wow. Little known fact. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, there we I go. Was a, I was obsessed with the Oscars when I was a kid. Like, we so which one this year? Ah, oh, Gandhi. We, we can look it up. Gandhi. Gandhi? Oh, wow. I can't believe. They if gotta I, if, give it to if I know that, if that's true, that's bonus. Uh, that's points. weird. We can look that up later. Because I'm pretty sure it was 1982, and I'm pretty sure Gandhi won in wow. 1982. You were only three years old. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my notebook because I'm gonna take some notes. Awesome. Nice. All right. Well, let's just dive in then. Can we upload his notes when the podcast in the show? Can you, notes? Will you read your notes? Uh, now I'm self conscious about the notes. <laughs> 
right, we won't do that. All right, let's dive in. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, we just finished. And Jordan, you loved it, right? Is your favorite new movie? I didn't love it, I would say. I... You spent the whole time going, what's going to happen? Yeah, something I, happening? Really, I thought happening. something was going to happen. <laughs> you like, mean story-wise? Yeah, something. Anything was going to happen. Like, Kevin Bacon character was going to die, or Mickey Rourke was going to die. Or, you wanted someone to die. I really thought it needed a good death. Yeah. I mean, I mean they would all come together at the funeral. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Jonas? Was it as amazing as you remembered? No, it was uh, much slower than, than I remembered it. Uh, I really enjoyed the performances. Yeah. See, I'm probably just more accustomed to watching older movies than you guys are at this point. Sure. Is that true? Is yeah. that fair to say? Maybe? Yeah, totally well, fair well, to because say. Because you do this podcast, so you probably watch a lot no, of old movies. No, it's stuff. totally fair to but say. But I also just watch a lot of old movies in general. Yeah. Yep. Like, I love that era of. You just mean in general, pacing is not the same nope. now as it was. Like, the, the demands not. of pacing now are very different than they were then. 100%. I think so, but I'm also. No, 100%. So I, I'm just more used to this pace, I think. Yeah. And kind of knew going into it that it was going to be this pace. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 35 years ago. So 35 years ago. It's insane that it's 35 years ago. I know, it's nuts. Yeah. But, but it also, you can tell, I mean, all the actors have yeah. far aged. They're all in their early 20s here, and they're all now in their 60s. Yeah. But, but it's so interesting that you watch, and we all know this, we all have kids. And it's funny, like we, were, we were watching uh, some old videos of the kids when they were a couple of years ago. And it's so funny how you always wonder where your, where your kids are going to look when they get older, even a couple of years older. But when you look back at older pictures or videos, it's like, oh, you can see the essence of who they are now mm, yeah. inside of them, right? You got that with these actors? Yeah, it's true, but, it, but you, see the, I mean, you see how uh, they change. I mean, Paul Reiser is pretty much the same. Yep, <laughs> he does. He he's, doing, he's doing, you're saying he's doing Paul Reiser or he looks the same? Oh, no, I mean, his essence and energy yeah. is the same. Yeah, he's but, still doing Paul. But you look at, like, um, um, Daniel, who is phenomenal, phenomenal in this film. Um, and, and it's interesting, like, there's still some, uh, some of him in there, obviously. But he, he's definitely a different performer now. Yep. Than he was in this movie. Like, he's grown into a different thing. But it's interesting seeing, like, who he, who he was here. Really yeah, fascinating. Yeah, it was like it was when we were we were when we were watching the the famous record alphabetizing the records scene, the uh, just the 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 youthful intensity, the passion that I mean that he exudes in that scene. I mean he's he's it's it, it's it's incredible, and the, the way that he's turned that into like. His later stuff that became that became kind of more iconic, it it's got that underneath it, but it's very it's very physical and it's very mm-hmm. expressive. And you look at that, and and yeah, it's a different. I think he was a stage actor then, which is even more interesting because he's doing like this really nuanced film stuff, like really nuanced stuff in that scene. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, that's what this movie is right. It's not a plot movie. There's no real. The only real plot is whether this girl will. Answer these football questions properly by the end. Like they do set that up. Yeah, like is he gonna marry? He's like, is he gonna marry her? Basically, is he gonna make the money from having his penis touched in the popcorn? <laughs> well, like, we'll get into that in a second. That's a whole. That's a whole side conversation we'll have. Uh, but is that, it I mean, wrong to do that? Is that the conversation? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that to manipulate. We'll but but that is the story of this movie. Is yeah. like is and that's why like student Gutenberg gets first billing, 
And you, you could argue that the movie revolves around his character. If you, we were talking about, like, what's this movie about? It's about the idea of you... The, the idea that your wife will never replace your friends. And that, you know, the point of view of this movie is that your friends are more crucial than... Yeah, it's that there's no relationship in your life will ever come close to that closeness, the camaraderie, the affection, the ease that you have with your male friends. Yeah. It's a very, very, very male movie. Like, it's a boy it, movie. It's so erotic, but really, that's, that's, let's be honest. Sure, but it, so if that's the thesis of the movie... Yeah. Or the, the then the thesis, the question that the movie asks is, will Steve Gutenberg marry this woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's what is it's wrestling with when he turn when you know she fails the test by two questions, mm-hmm. he calls it off. They go hang out with a stripper, <laughs> and then he changes his mind. But that's that's the crux and crisis of the movie right there. So there is you know there like is there's several storylines though. There's oh, of course there are. But I'm Mickey just saying or... in terms of like the one that pays off the theme the most, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Mickey Rourke's storyline is, is just about a gambler. It's not really connected to... But it brings but in the woman at the end. He, he sees a he woman... He ends up as, with the woman on the, ho- on the horse. In no, fact... No, he, he sees a woman as less than a, more than a means to an end when he right. doesn't sleep with his friend's girlfriend. I feel like he grows, although it's crazy that that's considered growth. Yeah. He, he finally makes a decision. Again, it's... Further friendship. I mean, don't they all? Don't else? they all? Well, Mickey Rourke doesn't decides not to fuck his one of his best friend's wife, and as a reward, some guy randomly pays off his debt. Yeah, you mean as, a, as an unrelated reward? Well, you could you could say reward. a karmic reward is yeah. that that's because he's doing it to earn money. The reason, the only reason he's probably doing it is because he's so far in debt. Yes. Is that he definitely needs the money, so he's just using that to justify. But what struck me watching it now as a as a, an older man or a middle-aged man, uh, which I didn't notice when I was younger, was that all these character all these male characters who behave very badly, oh, and terrible and don't value what the 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 right things in their lives. They all end up scot free. Yeah, exactly. Mickey Rourke gets his debt paid off, no problem. He even gets to punch out the mafia yep. guy who beat him up for no reason, and the guy kind of accepts it, yeah. and then ends up riding off into the hills with the rich horse riding woman. Daniel Stern's character gets Alan Barkin back. They go to the brink of. Yeah, we don't even see a reconciliation. No, scene they're just like, dancing together. Yeah, no. there's nothing like that. No. Uh, Steve Gutenberg does not deserve this woman after putting no. her through that bullshit with the test. He ends up with her at the wedding and it's all happy. Kevin Bacon seems to have overcome his alcoholism. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. all of them. The other guy who knocked up his yeah. the girl what and was dealing with... That didn't. There was no even There's need no for a resolution. Out. He got off scot-free. They all got off scot-free yes. and end up hanging out in tuxedos and like there's no you know repercussions for any of their actions so it's just Paul Reiser's character had the least arc didn't he yeah yeah. he was just pretty much funny yeah he's just being funny he's kind of seen this as the sixth guy I think but even like uh, Timothy Daly's character is kind of an it's interesting it it, it really is just a slice of life movie but it almost has a bit of uh, like a, a um, the graduate ending where that final shot of the, the five of them, six of them sitting there, it's like, you don't get a sense that this is going to, they're eternally happy. Yeah, but I would also argue that you don't get the sense that there's, you don't get a feeling of menace or unease. Like, I didn't get it. I don't think it's left with a tone of, 
oh, these guys will never learn. Like, oh, they're doomed to make the same mistakes. I don't. I, th- I feel like it is optimistic. From the strip, scene, strip club scene when they play the music on the stage right through the end, I feel there's mm-hmm. an optimistic kind of thing about hope and redemption and like they all like they're all kind of coming out rosy on the other side that's not there's nothing wrong with that I no, just, no, no. you know you, you know I think it would be a different movie if it, obviously if it was made today like, no but you're right it's like they, 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 I mean Mickey Rourke in particular it's like yeah like, you're, like he, he makes that that bet that he can get this girl to touch his penis and everyone takes it and then he tricks her yeah. by uh, sticking his dick through a bu- bucket of popcorn yeah and then when she's when she's horrified and upset by it, he turns it around. He convinces her that, that it was like a flattering thing that that she aroused him so much he had no other choice, and she accepts that as kind of flattery, and ends up going home with it. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. They yeah. made a comment that she's not the sharpest tool. Um, before he went out, did with they her. say that? Yeah. That's so that I mean, I but think. the fact, I mean, I guess, I mean, can you argue that they're all betting against him and that's okay? No, it's terrible. No, it's all gross. It's all terrible. No, it's all pretty gross. I mean, it's a sign of the times, though. And then they bet on whether or not she'll sleep with him. Yeah. <laughs> and hide and the two of them, yeah, watch. two of them sneak in to watch, yeah. and they're very disappointed when he doesn't come yeah. back with the woman. And get the that, show. They think, you yeah. know, so they go to strip club. No, that's different people. That's different people. Yeah. But there's a theme here, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a theme. Yeah, and looking at all these, all this stuff through these, other, we were talking about, you know, sixteen candles and Breakfast Club and like, you know, sec- sexual harassment, and misogyny in these movies. Seeing it all through the lens of 2018 and hashtag Me Too, like it's, it's crazy. Read this it. movie, same era, right? 1982, about three yeah. years off. Sixteen candles is three yeah. years later. Yeah, this is right or early '80s. This is all around. Actually, two years later. Diners 83, Sixteen Candles 85. And was nominated for Best Screenplay. Yeah, yeah, I should correct that. I, I said but you was, were right about... I knew I knew Gandhi, yeah. It was the year that Gandhi won. But I, I and, and Gandhi wins Best Screenplay over Tootsie and this, by the way. And E.T. Oh. And E.T. Now, look at it now, 35 years later. Which are the screenplays that are enduring? Diner, Tootsie. E.T., Tootsie and, E.T., Tootsie and Gandhi. Yes, Absolutely. Tootsie and E.T. But sure. you could see why Gandhi well, won it. Well, I remember as a kid thinking yeah. it was, like, kind of cheap that Gandhi won. I mean, screenplay, nobody yes. remembers the screenplay for Gandhi. No. And I nobody remembers Gandhi. Gandhi. Nobody wrote it. He lived it. So you just do it. Yeah, he just sell it live. That's how movies work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote Gandhi what he should did. win an Oscar. <laughs> Literally, Gandhi should Because he win lived his life? Because exactly. he lived that life. Technically, he wrote it. He made some great stories. He made some strong choices. Definitely. But couldn't you argue all the people involved in Gandhi's life helped him write that story? I guess so. You got to share Look, a lot of What I'm really arguing is that nothing in Gandhi came close to the intelligence and subversiveness of Tootsie. I've seen that analyzed in screenwriting books because it's such it's, a good it is um, a perfect screenplay. screenplay it is literally a perfect yeah. screenplay but also there's a lot of people that argue Tootsie doesn't stand up well in, in the no. guys Does I it? don't agree with that I mean sure there's a lot same suffers from a lot of the same but it, stuff isn't it a better movie. like theme isn't that theme that well, we you should you think so right no, it's like feminism but, but a man but a, man a man learns to be a better woman by becoming a no be, a better be, man better man by becoming a woman right. but he also you know he he lies to his best friend. He you know oh he's, he's taking he's a job away. The from, Jessica Lange character is yeah. completely objectified. I mean it's you know there's a lot of that. Yeah. There's stuff some bad stuff going on inside yeah. of it. It's t- it's just tough. It's like and that is the one thing I, I you know I do note by rewatching a lot of these older movies and, and it is a, this is an ongoing conversation we have in this podcast a lot just mm. because of the nature of it 
is just the stuff that's just so casually done mm-hmm. that it's like an afterthought that, you know, now 30, 35 years later, whatever it is, uh, you watch and it's like, Ooh, you know, we, uh, you cringe. Yeah. You cringe, but it's like, you know, they're not doing it with malice. They're doing it because it's part of that era. It's, which is, you know, you can say for whatever you want about that. The fact that it was casual and nobody seemed to bat an eye about it. Uh, no, nobody recognized. I, I don't think these movies would have been would have been a champion the way that they were and, and embraced the way they were if if they were seen as offensive at the time. No, but it says something about the times that it was socially acceptable for these kind of things exactly. to play as humor and jokes. And yeah, it's of like, and I'm sure you know it'd be interesting. Like women of this era would uh, would watch this movie, and uh, at the time, it was like, well, that's how men are. Yeah, you know, they just they you gotta know the football trivia. Yeah, you gotta like respect their al- their uh, obsession with music and record collections. Yeah. it's like that's the law. But it's interesting. Even like I've been I, I, I've done a couple uh, of my own on these with uh, rewatching the James Bond movies, mm. oh, and yeah. I had such a problem with the Connery ones because they're especially oh, yeah. rapey. Yeah, uh, really? but it's interesting. Like talking to my mother in law who loves James Bond movies, she's like, "Oh, Connery's my favorite." And I brought, and she's, you know, she's in her, her late, or late 60s, early 70s, and, and just, you know, pointing out some of the stuff to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess he did do all that. And it's like, huh, well, we didn't really think about it at the time. It was, it's like, that's crazy. It's amazing, but it's, it just says something about, not that, uh, you know, they're brainwashed, but it's just the idea that it's just like, in a form, it is, it is a form of brainwash. You're you're raised to think that this is socially acceptable. Yeah, behavior. because of how how the media how it was represented in the media and how saturated the media is with that kind of imagery and storytelling. And it's weird because when you think about it like that, there was like a sexual revolution, right? In the mm-hmm. late '60s, mm-hmm. like women, you know, women, the woman's lib, you know, burn the bra, all that stuff. Yeah. And it, this is still 15 years later. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. it's like it's like they've gone backwards. But even but the irony is, is like we're looking at we're we're watching a movie now that's thirty five years old that w- that depicted was a, a period time piece. A, another thirty five years prior, mm-hmm. not right? quite thirty five, but close. Thirty three, nineteen fifty nine to nineteen eighty two to right now. It's right. thirty three years, thirty five. So now years. We're, it's like a seventy year difference. Yes, almost. we're watching a movie that is set seventy years. That's crazy. Sixty to seventy years. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what? That's not no, but it's sixty almost close, 60 years. close, 60 somewhere around there. About sixty years. But it is, but it's, but you look at it, it's like that. That at the time, like the story, the things that are having the story with these characters who are supposed to love and be endearing to us, you know, they're making choices that are just seen as like, well, boys will be boys. They're not meant to be cataclysmic things. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's like someone, and not that I want to be the one to do this, but it's like someone hasn't made a movie that really spoofs the stuff that was in movies of this era that was just socially <laughs> acceptable. And I wonder if there was... You'd have to write it just so and yeah. execute it just so. Yeah. But it'd like, be fascinating yeah. to see that. Just as, as kind of like uh, a commentary mm-hmm. from this era on that era. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it's a skit. It's like, <laughs> not, you know not a movie? movie? Well, it's not, a, it's it's not like, a feature? I feel like it's been done. A like sketch? A what I wonder is what 35 years from now are we going to be thinking, wow, I can't believe right. in Looking 2018 back the they did that. Today, yeah. Well, no but, it's, but no, but look at the, I mean, as, as, as you know, as progressive as, as a lot of us are, you know, look who's president of the United States. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be mocking that for sure in 35 oh years from now. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, there, there's just, no matter how far we get, there's, there's this weird push and pull where mm-hmm. the world just doesn't want it itself to progress too far. That it, it almost pulls itself back. Mm. Um, in a weird way. So yeah, we'll be having these conversations where our grandkids will be like, how the hell did you guys mm-hmm. let, you know, that happen. Doug Ford yeah. become the mayor, of the, become the premier of, okay. hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen. But yeah, that's the conversation. We just, well, we didn't vote for him and that's, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff is, we, is inevitable. Yeah. Okay. So you remake Diner yeah. today. Right. Who 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 do you cast? Oh, good oh. question. Good question. Is this like a, is this a regular part of the podcast that you asked that or is that sometimes? Yeah. There's so many parts I couldn't pause. Uh, so first of all, how old are these guys? These characters are in their early twenties, right? Coming of age. This is about like, that time in your life where you're you're on the cusp of going getting married and leaving your friends but it's behind. Still, yeah, of course, but that that so happened in their mid twenties. That happened at right. That happened around twenty four, twenty five mm-hmm. back then, right? But I'll allow that you to cast. Let's say there's a little bit. You got a little bit of leniency. You can you can. Who are the actors of our generation? That yeah, like Zac Efron plays Mickey Rourke. <laughs> no, he's too clean cut. Brian Gosling. He's but he's kind of clean, clean cut. Too old now. Yeah. I don't even. I can't even think of. Oh, Gosling would work if you're like. But he, yeah. Let's say Gosling, I, Gosling's the, the Mickey Rourke character. Yeah. Yeah. Say let's let's say a little bit of artistic license. Say you can you can take some actors that are a little bit older than All the right. parts, but put them back in that age range. All right. So I put I put Gosling's ben, a good Mickey Rourke. Ben like Stiller that. in the Steve Gutenberg oh. character. Seth Rogen in the um, Daniel Stern. No. What's the other guy who just is there for jokes? Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser character. Yeah, he could be the, si- the funny side guy. guy. Ennis, being Canadian casting for Ennis in there. James Franco could be the Mickey Rourke character. Yeah. You, you can play Daniel Stern's younger. I'll take it. <laughs> I would love to play Shrevy. It would be great. Yeah. Who do you cast as Alan Barkin? Ugh, poor Alan Barkin. Yeah, it's not real. You'd have to really amp up that role now. Yeah. Yo, you'd have- You'd have to complete. You wouldn't be able to make this movie unless it was self-referential. Unless it was like self-aware of yeah. what they wouldn't get the, Dan, the in a remake of this. She and Daniel Stern are not getting back together. No, no. Unless he, he and Gutenberg's falls, wife is he falls on his sword a little. And Gutenberg's Gutenberg's fiance is not taking that ridiculous. She doesn't take ass. him back. She no, may, no, she, she takes him. Do it. He breaks up. He calls it off, and she doesn't take him back. Yeah, he changes his mind, and she doesn't take him back. Yeah. That's how that goes. And then he has to learn. But they all need some, exactly. They would all need some variation of comeuppance. Like they would all need to learn, you know, they would all need to come out. In that version, Mickey Rourke dies, right? For sure. Yeah. You really just wanted someone to die in this movie. I thought it needed a death. screaming for blood. What makes it need a death? It needed more emotion. It needed more, a bigger change to push these guys But this is a slice of life movie. It's supposed to be realistic. This is, I mean, as unrealistic as it is. (laughs) Slice of a boring life. My life's more exciting than that. I don't know. Well, you know, I, yeah. What are they doing? Really, they're sitting around in a diner all night long talking about. You know, and man, they were there from like yeah. six p.m. to four or five in the morning. Yeah, yeah they have dinner. And they the go and do some surprise. stuff, and then they come back and but have dinner. Well, they go to another diner for breakfast usually. <laughs> But that's such a long time. I, I mean, I love talking to you guys. Yeah. I could do a couple hours. Oh, no, I'm already bored. I'm like, like, talking <laughs> to you guys for half an hour. Exactly. I'm super bored. Exactly. Yeah, Seriously. no, I'm with There's you. There's no one can't I can do talk it. to for that long. No, I can't do it either. But do you guys have them nights like that? 
Yeah, no, I did. A I had couple, a couple. I had a group of friends like twice that. a week. I had a group of friends like that, and our and our all of our girlfriends hated it. They was like mm. they were very threatened by it. I, I actually do get the essence of this. Like I do, mm. I did. I grew up with a group of four guys. We're still all really tight, and and it was like a it was like a thing. And it actually, our wives now. When we get together, the four of us, we have a shorthand. Of we have course. all the inside jokes. It's of like course. like we can have a whole conversation yeah. where we're laughing our ass off, not really saying anything because it's all code. Yeah. And the wives are just like, I have no idea what you guys are talking That's about. Funny. Do the wives get along? Did you? Think yeah, yeah, they get along. Yeah, they get. How often do you see these people? Oh, quite often. Like we just went. We just took all that. We all have kids the same age. We all went up to Blue Mountain for a weekend oh, over March break. That's lovely. Yeah, it's nice. I do not have. I do not. Two of them are in the business. You know them. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I, I do not have friends from this era that I still see. No? No. That's too bad. Not really. You? But I'm also from like a small town and those people didn't move on. No, exactly. They're still there. A lot of them. Or, or we went to college and, we, and some of us moved to the city and some of us didn't. Jordan, you friends? Yeah, friends my two best friends um, really played hockey together when we were seven. And they're cousins. Um, they're cousins. So yeah, the yeah. three of us were always really close. I would say though, um, I've prioritized my relationship with my wife quite yeah. a bit like she's my best friend now yeah. to be honest yeah. um, and they have two but we see each other once a week at hockey but that's about it oh that's it. okay that's, yeah, that's fun though yeah we we're kind of geeky husbands. yeah we're all lame we're lame husbands oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. who are family men yeah so we're, we're primed for yeah the nostalgia yeah i mean i don't i don't I can't say I sit back and miss. I, I I look back on those days with fondness, yeah. but I don't sit there going, "Oh, I'm just I just want to go out with the guys." No. Well, you do though. We do the we do the poker games. Oh no, no, and I have that now. Yeah. I have, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you the group I have it. now. It's a big part of who you are. That's no, no, I love that. I love, I love trying to create little social situations. But it's not nosta- it's not based on nostalgia. No, it's based on nostalgia. It's based on the the present, but it's also mm-hmm. just it's nice to to do stuff. I I, I think it is healthy. To have things happening outside of your Absolutely. home life, because mm-hmm. otherwise, what do you talk about when you're back at home? You have that mm-hmm. Daniel Stern has that comment about how he can't have a five minute conversation yeah, with his wife. That was yeah. sad, eh? He can't have but a I five think that's, minute conversation yeah. with his wife. But you know what? I think that's common in a lot of relationships where you just it's it's like crib death where you just you sit there. Crib death's the weird. I don't know why that came yeah, up. Yeah, but it's just like you said, people. How many people? I think that, you know the status of their relationship is they sit on the couch with either a laptop or an iPad or phone and half watch something on television and that's most well, that's what when we said that's what the movie was at, that's what this movie was about yeah you know and yeah. that's not necessarily just a sign of the times either I mean that is stuff mm-hmm. say, that is something that a lot of people but even Jordan you said while we were watching it in the, that strip club scene where you're like look at these two guys like what, what did you say I'll let you I no I phone, said it lack of phones Oh, the phones. Oh. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. The freedom. Yeah, said. yeah. Today, they'd all be on their phones getting messages from their wives or their girlfriends, and they wouldn't be able to kind of be present with their people. Um, and that's the freedom of the cell phone to always yeah. have a tether. Yeah, you could be away. Well, even though they're, they're making plans and they leave the diner the one night and say, oh, we'll all meet here tomorrow, we'll do this. Yeah. You know, you couldn't just... You had to stick with stuff. You couldn't, you couldn't flake out at the last <laughs> yeah. minute because you couldn't contact couldn't people. Couldn't send a message saying, yeah, I'm not Yeah, late. no, but I think it was like there were different friendships now. I think even... I think a lot of people, and I'm, I'm 100% guilty of this, feel like they don't need to uh, see other people as often because they can just see what they're doing on Facebook. And they feel like they're caught up 
with people because social media is available to them. Mm-hmm. And they go, like, well, I know those people are up to, I don't need to see them all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that has done something to the relationships we have, mm-hmm. for better or worse. For I, worse. I, I wouldn't think know. It's I'm, universal. I'm not on the Facebook. I know that. Good for you. Thank you. Or the Twitter? He's on the I Twitter. I mean, I'm on the Twitter, but I don't, I don't tweet. I just tweeted for the first time in like... A year. Oh, wow. I couldn't believe I got like a hundred likes. That's because everyone thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jonas Chernick still alive? That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. hundred likes. That's way more likes than I've ever had. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I get a lot of likes. <laughs> it was a really funny tweet probably, right? Nope. Uh, not a funny tweet at all. No. He's just like, I'm going to Sudbury. That's basically it. Yeah. Well, uh, so final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Did not stand up the way I think you were hoping it would. Didn't stand up, but interesting to watch it as a... Interesting to watch in the context of today. Like, I, I, that's one of the things I've been, I'm enjoying. I enjoyed the most about it was what seeing, seeing this story that, that would have related on a totally different level when the last two or three times I saw it years ago. Mm-hmm. Watching it now in today's day and age and seeing just at the social context. It's really interesting. Yeah, I'd say performances, fantastic, mm-hmm. definitely worth watching for the performances. Mm-hmm. Um, I just needed a death or two or something to <laughs> spice it up. I think, I think it, this is the kind of movie that's best watched on like a nice rainy afternoon. Yeah, sure. No, but it is, it's just that it's just like it's a kind of movie where you you want to be fully awake for because yeah. you can probably drift off yeah. if, if you're not. Totally. Engage because there isn't you know it just doesn't have a really strong story. It's very much a character drama. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but their relationships are really fascinating and interesting, and uh, it, mildly it, it, fascinating. No, but they are like they, that opening scene is so great when you've got when they're bitching about the roast beef sandwich. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and Goomber's like, just say it. Say you want the sandwich, and I'll give you a part of it. That was great. Just yeah. say it, and then yeah. steal, and then I can't believe you took the sandwich. I can't yeah. believe you just took the sandwich right now. <laughs> that was awesome. Daniel steals the sandwich. And it's worth noting just before we that it was nominated for a screenplay Oscar, and at the time, and it did make the career of about ten people, and it was very much noted as at the time. A sort of a seminal movie yeah. about male friendship. Like yeah. it was, it was one of those yeah. landmark things that, that at the time was very, very zeitgeisty and very like influential. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure seen as poignant and yep, you know, and, and about kind of like a, a more tender. As 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 much as we look at this from like 2018 and we say all the terrible things these guys are doing, it's also like showing for the time of kind of vulnerable side to men. When right they, when their question is like I don't know how I feel about my wife like is this what marriage is like and and that's I think that was probably pretty original yeah for the time and like, needing each other like having a vulnerability within the group of male friends that that was kind of like kind of makes me think of swingers now like swingers is sort of our ver- our version of that or like the sort of you know, oh, absolutely. Bros, like, oh, that's a really, you know, that's a great comparison. It is, right? A group of guys that were the, actually, it is, it's crazy how it lines up. But even like, like, you know, that was the movie that blew up how many careers as well. Like pretty and, much. And created a new language and was really like commended for, for the, the sort of male camaraderie yeah. of the And time. even though it took place in the era it was in because it was, Using the swing dance on right. that stuff, it felt retro. Right. It, felt it retro. had a retro, nostalgic vibe. Yeah, yeah. Diner and swingers, double feature. That is a great double feature, actually. Thank you. 
Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So no, that's a total, that's a really, really great, mm-hmm. no, I can't say modern comparison because Swingers is now. It's now dated. 20 yeah. something years those old. Those guys have watched it lately. Those guys are so young are and so lean. Young. I like that yeah. one though. Yeah. Oh, I love Swingers. Swingers okay. is one of my top 10. Yeah, Absolutely. I love Swingers. Swingers Swingers was definitely one of my favorite movies at the time and still and it's one of those movies I when we went to film school it was one of those movies we had the posters up. Yeah. Swingers. We were so always talking about beautiful babies. So, yeah, beautiful babies, beautiful money, your money, you're so money, you don't even know it. Your money, you don't even know it. So we got Diner in the eighties, we got Swingers in the nineties. What's the two thousands as is male camaraderie? Is it like super bad or what like like this? Hangover? <laughs> No, it's not a hangover. Superbad's good, but that's a little bit young. And yeah, it's a teen. No, like, but that's not a bad. But they're adult. They're young adult. Like swingers, they're the same age as they are in diner, right? They're they're really they're mm. mid twenties. Yeah, so yeah, you're taking that out of it. Twenty guys. Are the two thousands? I'd have to look it up. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm going to like. I'm thinking Seth. Like it's a Seth Rogeny, but it's more. It's more comedic. Dudes. It's, like knocked know. up. Kind of, but it's more concept. Not, it's more high concepty, right? It's well, is it though? It's not super. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it kind of is, but it, that's just the entry point, and you got all those guys living in the house together. It's but those, but it's not an ensemble. Is, it's not an ensemble, right? Exactly. But those bromance movies that you know, what was the other one with Paul Rudd and Jason? C- I love you, man. Yeah, like those bromancey movies where mm-hmm. it's like that idea that male friendship. Mm-hmm is kind of threatens the women in their lives and yeah I guess it's all I'd have to look at I'm sure there is one if I thought about well, it well the word bromance mm-hmm. was, was was coined in the last 10 years mm-hmm. right sure well yeah but there's bromance movies. these are bromance that's diner is maybe the totally. original yeah but it's bromance. different it's like you, when you think of bromance it's usually like a two hander Right? Like, this is more... I don't know. Swingers was a brom... I mean, in hindsight, Swingers was a bromance, but it wasn't just the two of them. There was, like, you know, it was the four of them. He moves past them slightly in the end, though. That's the whole point. Because he... Uh, dances well, Swingers definitely is a better is a better update yeah. in the sense that they're, you know, they have kind of come up in some of them. Even that small bit where Vince yes. Vaughn at the end is, yeah. like... Absolutely. The with the baby. The, and the, the baby, yeah. Yeah. It's a... Yeah, well, at least the movie knows this guy's. He's got a plan. He's got egg exactly. on his face yeah. in the very last. So you're right. Swingers is like is an evolution from Diner yeah. because there is the movie has an awareness that these guys yeah. need to need to move on. And the guy who treats women well ends up with the girl at the end. Right. Yeah. I would. John I would be first in line to watch the Swingers sequel. Oh my god! Like taking place now, right like, now, like the way they did Train Spotting again twenty years later. Was Train Spotting too any good? I loved T two. Okay, yeah, it's worth checking it. out. Loved it. Too. Yeah, amazing. We'll watch that next time. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right. I'm going to bed. Me right. too. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Thanks for joining us for Diner. If you like the show, please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word about it. You can find me on Twitter, at Lalon Jeremy, and on Facebook, check out Black Hole Films. Leave a review there, or on Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to this thing. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.